podcast. This special podcast is one that is not in the business of not making you care about things, but getting you to take a step back and articulate to yourself what is important and what matters in your life. You still care about everything, but giving no fucks allows you to organize your life while pushing the fluff aside. That's what everybody wants and needs in life. Less chaos. <laughs> you have a timer of 15 minutes. One, yep. go. Welcome everybody out there to 15 minutes of not of giving no fucks podcast. Um, episode, I think five. No. Three, God four, dang it. Don't you have to ask three. me? I think it's three. Uh, You're wasting my time there, buddy. I know. Here we go. Ba -ba -da -ba -da. Three. Episode three. Five. You did some without me then, fucker. Ooh, that's what that's what she said. All right. Oh. Well, stop touching yourself <laughs> in private. When I by myself, I touch myself. We know. Oh, yeah. We know. You don't have to I sing think it we're alone me. now. Yes. To myself. No. Okay. Uh <laughs> 15 minutes of giving no fucks podcast. Giving no fucks and Keeping your friends. God, you, man, that smile is unbelievable. That that smile you have is like, damn, what can I say? Yes. Okay, let's see. My no. I think giving no fucks has how we've decided is actual forgiveness. Shut up, David. Um uh and I think you can forgive people and set set boundaries and expect yes. them to respect you. Yes. But you gotta. But it's easier if you start like at the beginning of the friendship, not try to change that shit in the middle or the end. Well, and I, mean? I think I think the thing too is um, since going through a divorce, um, I have learned to be my authentic self and not be who I think people expect me to be or want me to be. I think from my new my new life, my new set of friends, and I do have a lot of friends from, you know, before I was divorced, but I think that's a big moment for me. And setting boundaries now means I'm going to give you my authentic self, and if you don't like me, that's okay. Yes. And I think before it was, oh, I want you to be my friend, so I'm going to make it work, and I'm going to look past your flaws and look past this and look past your shittiness. When from the beginning, I give you all of who I am, and if you want to be my friend, that's great. So you you're saying that you hone it. Beginning is wide, but toward the middle, you kind of hone in your friendship. So it becomes more yeah. true. And I think that, I don't know if you ever heard the thing, the the bigger your circle, the, the faker it is. And the smaller your circle, the more genuine. Like, you know, you really do select your tribe or your village or whatever you want to call it um, based on how they treat you and how you want to treat them. So, you know, before it was like the more friends I have, the more popular I am and the more people like me and the more this and that, or, you know, even now with social media, the more likes I get, I don't give a fuck about likes or anything. I want you to be a dependable friend as I am a dependable friend. I want you to know that at any moment you can pick up the phone and call me and I'll come meet you. And the same, like, I, I expect that from you. And I think a lot of times when you're, younger you think people are, are going to care as much as you care about everybody else and you're disappointed a lot yep. so when you do find genuine people you hold on to them and you make those those 
smaller amounts of people more priority than the ones that are just acquaintances or have fucked you over or have done shitty things behind your back or talked or whatever. So you really decide. I think I've gotten better at picking who's going to be my friend than, you know, oh, I'll just be your friend right away. And then we're going to, it's going to be great. And then you're like, we're friends and I don't really like you. So how do I tell you to go away? You know? So I think for me is you start uh, with me now I'm older it's more it's more like having realistic expectations you yeah. know you, you you need to realize that everybody's not going to be your friend everybody's not going to have your back and and it's almost like you get a person and they become a true friend because you don't have to have those boundaries the the yeah. boundaries are set automatically and and it just yeah. flows well and i think you know especially with the people i i i am friends with my my main tribe now is has been through shitty times, good times, you know, not sh COVID. Like a lot of people could have just like fallen off the face of the earth, but we all checked in on each other. We all were concerned, you know, you know, we all had opinions on things and we talked about it. We're outside in the real world. If you gave your opinion and didn't match the person next to you, you're automatically having a screaming match or, you know, you're anti this or you're that. And so now the people that know me best, I can be the most honest with. And I think I start... I'm a sharer. I'm a sharer. Sharer? Sharer? <laughs> so Is that a I, word? Sharer? I don't know. Sharer? Sharer. You stop talking. <laughs> sharer. I think I've been through enough experiences in life to know the basis of how people are going to act or react in something. Like, I've lost a child. I've lost both my parents. I've lost a niece from overdose. I've lost, you know, my sister from a drunk driver. Like, I've lost a lot of people and I, I think I'm, I heal quicker because I've had so much loss. Um, I think that a lot of people haven't had a lot of, of experiences to show their true self. And so like when I went through my divorce, some people were so pissed off at me because I was not going by God's rule. I'm like, well, if you knew me, I kind of am not really a Christian. But I you kind of are going by God's rule. God wants you, wants you to be happy. Yeah, and I find I'm more spiritual and I believe in a higher power and I believe in this, but a lot of people that came at me that were super religious were basically like, you're a sinner because you're getting divorced. I'm like, I thought he was all loving and I thought he would forgive me of my sins or whatever. And, you know, if I you know, followed his rule, I follow the rule of I'm a good person and I treat people how I want to be treated. And when it comes to friendships, I'm going to treat you with the utmost respect until you show me that you're not an asshole or like you say everybody's a fucking idiot until you prove otherwise they're stupid hello so and i think your term too that you use is cut bait quicker yep. if i realize a friendship isn't really going to go where i need it to go or it's up upgraded because i'm here now and i'm not going to lower myself to your standards just because you want to be i want you to be my friend or i need a bigger friend group or you know my friends weren't available this week cuz they are busy or something so i i don't make people my friends right away like i used to do i think one of the biggest uh antagonistic things to having true friends is um god i just had it being a boomer sucks um it's it's not expectations <laughs> It's, pinch right here. Apparently, if you oh, pinch whoa, right whoa, here, whoa, your memory will come up. It's okay. desperation. Desperate to have yeah. a friend. 
You know, yeah. you, you make, you know, it's kind of like dating. If you're desperate to have a girlfriend, desperate to have a boyfriend, you make those bad decisions. You don't see the train coming. The train is loud. It's coming down the tracks and you don't see it because you're so desperate to have somebody in your life. Speak that definitely that. goes with dating. No. Like that. Okay. <laughs> Duh. Hey, friend out there. Yeah. Did you hear us? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think, you know, setting boundaries, actually setting boundaries is good for you because you give no fucks. You're like, I don't fucking care what you say. Here's my boundaries. Here's what I'm going to accept. Respect is earned, not given. You don't, you don't get to be shitty and be my friend yep. and me not call you out. Like some of my best friendships is we are so sarcastic and we call each other out. We make each other cry. We're like, Hey, that's, that wasn't nice. And I want those kind of relationships in my life. I want someone to call me out on my bullshit. I want someone to say, you know, maybe not take a pause when you're trying to throw punch your children. <laughs> maybe just do it and see what Bernie Mac says. That's what I'm talking about. Listen to Divorce are, Devil Podcast. Are we friends? Oh my God. I think uh, we made a connection. Oh my <laughs> Do I God. Know you? <laughs> Wanna be my friend, David? I don't know, man. Your views are different. <laughs> Damn <laughs> your, your, your views, you know, you want to take a pause and talk to your friend. Hey friend, what do you think? Man, that was stupid. Why you do that shit? Yeah. yeah my, uh, so see, my real friends, I would just throat punch them or make them cry in a restaurant when they're dating the wrong guy. Okay. You know who I'm talking about. Yep. Um Yeah, so I think I think giving no fucks in friendships really show you like if I'm going to call my girlfriend out, be like, hey, bitch, the guy you're dating is not worth your time. If I'm pointing and head bobbing and my, you know, we're going to we're going to discuss this because I don't like how you're acting and how he's making you act. And this is not my friend. And, you know, I need you to come back to reality. I think. Friends appreciate that more. Even if you make them cry, they're like, oh, fuck, I didn't see that. And then all the red flags come out or, you know, friendships should be able to be so honest that you you can feel safe in a friendship and you can, you know, at your most vulnerable, at yep. your most strong. When you're going through like 100 episodes on a podcast and all your friends came out to support you, you see that those honest friendships and those honest conversations that you had were worth it and they're supporting you when you're celebrating, they're also supporting you when you're going through a divorce or, you know, a parent dies or, you know, stuff like that, you know, raising teenagers. There's a lot of things that your friends can be there for you. And a lot of time I've lost a lot of friends in the last couple of years because I got divorced and they're still friends with my ex and they don't see why I left and da, 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 and you know, how dare I? And well, guess what? You don't get to decide how I live my life. And I'm so happy at this point in my life that the no fucks given really is helped me heal even forgive David. Yes. Um, um, and I think it's a great way to live. <laughs> boomer, no boomer in the house. Boomer in the house. <laughs> drop that. Drop that knowledge. Oops. Did I just get upgraded to a boomer? Yes, you're a boomer, man. Oh, like, no. Like, I want to stay Gen X. We're the coolest generation Sorry. ever. So, that's, Fight me. so let's, let's talk about the big part. When do yeah. you get rid of a friend? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> When do What's you say when do, when do you say like yo this ain't working? Um I think before I kind of just I'm a grudge holder and I th I think I'm a growing grudge holder like I am less of a grudge holder. I mean there's some there's some 
reasons that I have to hold grudges or, you know, just stop communication. But, but I think, you don't give them parking spaces. But anyway, go ahead. Yeah, you don't. You really have to decide how much you're willing to deal with. And I think family is different than friends because family, I, I don't know. I'm getting rid of family like it's, you know, hey, leftover hey, dinner. Hey, you cut family too. Hey, family, friends, they both start with yeah. F. Everybody yeah. F gets cut. No giving fucks. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so I think you you decide how much you're willing to take. I mean, and sometimes friends have shitty days and you're going to still be there. You're not just going to cut ties because they're being shitty one day. You're going to be like, um, first of all, don't be shitty to me because I didn't do whatever your problem is. Because if I did, you should talk to me because we're adults and we should communicate. Um, and I think I'm willing to, I think I'm willing to listen because I've been through so much stuff and, you know, I may be able to help you or maybe able to not be like, I don't know. I don't know what to do, but maybe someone else does or maybe there's another podcast you can listen to. But no, there um, isn't. I, there isn't. Well, yes, the Divorce Devil podcast. The Divorce Devil. Yeah. Yes. Um, and it doesn't just, you know, you really have to set boundaries and sometimes that means walls because you have to heal inside first before you can start taking down those walls. Um, but if you go into a relationship and you know that you're going to try to make it work and it doesn't work, you know, thanks for the season. It was yep. awesome. Yep. You thanks. know, there's a reason Bye. for this season. Bye, fool. Bye, fool. I got to change my outfit. Bye, Sorry. So, Bye. so do you tell them or do you just ghost them? I'm a ghoster. But, you know, well, actually, the the last best just, friend just, just that let it, like, I left out. basically told me I was a terrible person because I didn't follow Jesus, and you know, you're not supposed to get divorced, and blah blah blah, and whatever. And, I says, you know and, what? And I you really said, don't want. Okay, you said Kate. Right? I said to him, no. I no. I had a novel. I said, you know what? Oh, Coming from your situation in your marriage, you know, your husband's cheating on you, having an affair, having a secret lives, all this other stuff. I don't really want your opinion on relationships when you keep coming back to him. I don't really want your advice. So until you can give me good advice, I'm pretty sure this is over. So we just both stopped talking to each other. So it was kind of like, I think I said my piece. I think... She showed me who she was when I needed her the most, and that wasn't going to work for me today. So, damn, I'm being boomery. Yeah, you're a boomer. I'm using all the David lines. But thanks for asking. Come on, you got to do part two. But thanks for asking. Yeah, That's thanks. Thanks for your support. But you're 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 an idiot. So gotta go. <laughs> yep. You don't have a podcast that's yeah. telling helping people. So helping. Hey, helping one person. Yes, Warren. Warren. That's cool. Um, but yeah, so yeah, setting boundaries and giving no fucks means you care enough about yourself to let them go. All right. 30 seconds. Sum it up. Give no fucks more. Don't forgive. Just walk away. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> people are shitty. Yeah. There's still a lot of shitty people so, so out once, there. Once so. again, once again, be shitty first. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Oh, my God. Don't let them be shitty. shitty. Be the asshole first. Yeah. Be the asshole first. Especially if you hadn't been the asshole your entire yeah. life. And now you you're just like, sudden, I don't fucking care. Yeah. I give no fucks about you. So I'm going to be an asshole anyway because you're going to tell me that I'm one anyway. So yeah. But being an asshole can be invigorating and uh, what's that word? Um, healing. Yes. Sometimes. I yeah. think it's all about healing and giving no fucks is really healing. And David said, it's forgiveness. Whatever, yeah. David. All right. This five seconds. Thanks for listening yeah. to. Thanks for listening Rachel. Giving no thoughts podcast with David and Rachel. Have a nice night. Bye bye. Rachel. Love you. Bye.